Welcome back to another episode of Petty's Pod. This week, or this episode, we already did one this week, National Championship Review. Go check that out uh, from Tuesday. But it's Thursday now. We got a new podcast today. We're going to be covering the uh, recent rounds of the Champions League in the football slash soccer world. Um, so we got Kabir Wachamani coming on the podcast. He's on call today. Should be a fun one. And I uh, hope you guys are ready. Stay tuned in and uh, let's get right to it. All right, welcome back to the studio. We got Kabir with us today. Kabir, what's going on? Hey, not much. What about you, Tyler? Uh, it's been a pretty good day. You know, Masters started today. Um, a couple yeah. projects coming up for school. So it's a long, been a long week, week after spring break, but we'll get through it. It's okay. Um, so like I said in the intro. What are, we, what are we in the studio here for today? So like I said in the intro, we got a, we got Champions League review. Um Champions League first leg of the quarterfinals wrapped up yesterday, um, but we're actually we're gonna review each game and then uh, we're gonna give our predictions for the rest of the Champions League season. So could be our first game, Manchester City, Atletico Madrid, Manchester City coming out on top um, as the uh, home team in this one, one zero tight game. Atletico, you know, sitting back for most of this one. But what were your overall thoughts on this game? I mean, this is the definition of parking the bus. I mean, Simeone, they're playing a 5-5-0. Atletico Madrid is playing a 5-5-0. Mm-hmm. Zero shots on goal. Man City, I've seen better performances from Man City. I mean, it's I know it's tough playing a team like that where they're just all parking the bus, but, um, you know, not so many big chances for Man City either. So it is a one-sided game because Atletico has zero shots, but Man City could have capitalized better, I think. Yeah, I think Atletico actually did exactly what they wanted to in this game. A lot of people are criticizing them from how much defense they played in this one. But to be honest, 1-0 away at Man City in a two-legged matchup isn't a bad result. So, Kabir, do you think Atletico can go into the second leg? And they'll, they'll definitely be playing more attacking because they're down one. But I think they have a real chance to win this one. So what do you think about Atletico in the second leg? You know, I, I don't I don't think they have a chance to win it because, I mean, they haven't shown. I feel like it was a team that like it, they need to play the defensive in order to get a counterattack and score. And I mean, they're not a team that faces the, like a disadvantaging goals. Um, they're a team that like plays for the tie and then hopefully gets a win. So I don't think they can really like go into a game one zero down and like. I don't know if they'll be able to break down Man City. Yeah, at the same time, though, I think Man City can also come into this one, and with Pep's ability to organize a team, they can do exactly what Atletico did to them in the first leg and go. I think I, this could probably be a zero-zero game, even though Atletico will be on the attack, even if the, if if it's still one-zero, you know, seventieth, eightieth minute. Um, Pep Pep's ability to just organize this team is just second to none, and he can definitely. You know, keep this as at a zero-zero game uh, with no mistakes. If there is a mistake, you know, then it gets interesting. Maybe one-one, we go to extra time, and then Man City will probably win. But it's at home for Atletico, which is a huge advantage in the Champions League, as we know from the past. But Kabir, what do you think uh, Atletico need to do to win this game? Uh, first things first, I think to win this game, they're gonna. 
great form right now. But I think, you know, when you said Pep has the ability to arrange the team and and maybe play a defensive style, Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's the right move from Pep because Man City is a team that needs possession and they need to be attacking. And I don't when they get behind the ball and all players behind the ball, I'm, I'm sure they're going to be able to play their game. On the other hand, if they do that, I don't know if Atletico will be able to break them down because Atletico is not used to that either. So Atletico is used to being the team with less possession and counterattacking. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I mean, we'll see what Pep does and how it affects the game. Mm-hmm. So you know, we'll probably do another podcast next week. You know, more of a preview for the games, but we definitely think that Atletico have a chance uh, to win this one. Um, the next game we're going to talk about is Benfica Liverpool. All right, next game, Benfica-Liverpool. Not much to really talk about in this one. Um, Liverpool coming out on top, 3-1, away from home at Benfica. Kabir, what are your overall thoughts on this game? Uh, I mean, not much to talk about in terms of a potential winner of this leg, uh, this this matchup. But as I think it's going to be Liverpool, obviously. But yeah. there were some good performances from Diaz and, and Mane and even Keita had a good performance. And I feel like this this game kind of shows that... Kind of shows the form that Liverpool's in right now. Even in the Premier League, creeping up on Man City. Yep. And, I mean, they, they play great, yeah. I think Benfica has no chance in this, in this matchup. Yeah, the problem for Benfica is that their home game, they lost 3-1. Um... Which is also happened, which is also what happened to Chelsea, but we'll talk about that later. Um, but I want to talk about Liverpool for a second because they're a Premier League team, you know, big club. We both know a lot about the Premier League. Um, Mo Salah, career. I want to hear your take on him. They've had two games since the international break. You know, Egypt with a heartbreak loss to Senegal to qualify for the World Cup. They failed to do it. Um, they're not in the World Cup. Salah's not in the World Cup. And a lot of people are saying, you know, he's he's falling off. He's off form right now. Um, he was off form in those Egypt games, and he's off form. He was off form at the weekend for Liverpool in the Premier League, and he was terrible in this game again. Miss miss about three sitters. So, what do you what do you think Mo Salah needs to do to get back on form? I mean, look, I think he needs to just give it time. I mean, the critics need to give it time because it's been like. He's been off form for like two weeks. Um, nothing more. The whole season he's been scoring goals. I mean, the whole season he's been incredible. So I would wait. I would wait a while before you criticize. Starting to say he's going to fall off. Um, but then, I mean, maybe he's is on the traveling international break, heartbreak from not getting into the World Cup, but. I, I don't know what's going on with Mosa. I think he needs, you know, give it time. Give it time, and I think he'll be back. You know, I think, I want to hear your opinion on this. I think it's Luis Diaz. Um, Salah, you know, maybe it's a hot take, but he because he, Salah has no reason to be scared of anyone. But Luis Diaz has come into this team. He's basically kicked Bobby Firmino out of favor at any position for Jurgen Klopp. Um, he's sort of taken Diego Jota's spot um, as well, who's a top five scorer in the Premier League this year, and he's kind of out right now too because because of Luis Diaz. Um, and Mane had to switch positions uh, because of him. He switched to striker. So 
Maybe Salah thinks there's something up with that, but Kabir, what, overall, what do you think of Luis Diaz? He's been a great signing uh, for Liverpool so far. I mean, what I think about Luis Diaz is not only is he playing great, he's also adapting great. Like, mm-hmm. to move, to, he doesn't speak English. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, he's never been to England before. Like, this is his first time in such a big club with so much pressure on him. Like, a club like Liverpool, I feel like it it takes a long time to adapt. And he, I mean, like, the first couple of games, he was already, like, he already took Firmino's spot, you know, and Jota's spot. So, yeah, he's incredible. I don't don't know how that's even possible. Mm -hmm. But not to be too biased towards Chelsea, I don't want to talk about Chelsea too much. But as a Chelsea fan, it makes you wonder, why couldn't this happen for Kai Havertz or Timo Werner? Or last season, and then Lukaku this season. I don't get it, but Diaz is, really, yeah. Well, I think it's a personality thing, you know. Like Diaz has so much confidence in the field. I don't think he he didn't change his playing style at all. Whereas Werner, I think the pressure and even Lukaku, maybe the Lukaku is more the playing style, but I think that kind of gets to these players like Lukaku and Werner and even Havertz. Um, they're not like when they when they're playing on Inter or like in in the Bundesliga they have more confidence and then they come to the Premier League and get I guess like scared and Diaz wants to take take this challenge head on and he comes to the Premier League and is better than he's ever played even in at FC Porto so yeah that is it I mean when he signed I said it was a great signing because he fits this Klopp system so well but. Liverpool are really good. Luis Diaz, he scored in this game, obviously. Um, he's really good. Liverpool are a big threat to uh, shock Man City and win the Premier League. They're a big threat to win the Champions League. Um, so the next game we're going to talk about is uh, Chelsea-Real Madrid. All right, next game up, my Chelsea versus Real Madrid. 3-1 loss for Chelsea at home against a team that they beat twice last year in the Champions League. Um, Kabir, what do you think about Real Madrid in this game, a team that looks red hot, especially in the Champions League? You know what? This is just proof that Benzema owns Real Madrid. I mean, he's like runs the entire club because he was not there against Barca and they lose 4-0. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, he, he comes the next game and plays Chelsea in the Champions League and gets a second hat-trick of, of this season. In the Champions League, and I mean, he most of his goals um, that game were made. I'd say like most players won't be able to finish that in those situations. And one of them, he even pressed to win the ball himself and then score. Obviously, Mendy made a terrible mistake, and Rudiger made a mistake. But, but the goals he's scoring is self-made. It's not like a tap-in or like. It really shows how like he can make a difference. I think if I think if another striker like another striker on uh, Real Madrid was up there, like Asensio um, or Rodrigo, they're they're not scoring those goals, and it would have been one zero Chelsea. So mm-hmm. I think he he carries the team. Yeah, he's just such a presence. Um, float a ball into the box, he can go up and get it. Um, he can finish, score from distance. He's a great player. Back-to-back hat-tricks in the Champions League and one to knock out a lot of people's favorites to win PSG. But And then he, and then he comes in against the defending champs and scores a hat-trick, but yeah. Yeah, and he, I think he also has a good effect on the players around him because uh, they have someone to find. Like 
Vinicius is not the same player without Benzema. Yeah. Like he plays only well. He only plays well when Benzema's there to, to kind of connect to and have a delivery ball to cross in to to cross into. You know. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but as a Chelsea fan, I want to talk about them for a second. Um, my thing is, you know, three one loss to Madrid in the Champions League. Uh, uh, they are they are always not great coming off an international break. Four one loss to Brentford at the weekend at home. Um, both games were at home, so super embarrassing week for Chelsea uh, as a whole. But the problem is not on the field, uh, as we all know. It's off the field with the ownership problems that they have right now. They don't have an owner. Um, obviously, bids are coming in. Probably it should be over by this month. Uh, there should be a new owner at Chelsea this month. But you know, ever since Abramovich uh, declared that he was selling the team, Chelsea's results have been really bad. Um, as a whole, I'm just going to look back right now. Obviously, you had the 4-1 to Brentford last weekend. Um, you had all these games where, you know, you, you're you going into tight games against Luton Town. Against Newcastle was a super tight game. Um, Boro in the, champ, in, the, in the FA Cup. These are just super embarrassing results for Chelsea. And it's just like, I don't think that the problem is on the field Kabir it's just there's players playing to their top ability right now Havertz in my opinion is one of the best players in the world right now he's super on form scoring scoring and assisting goals left and right Conte's Conte Jorginho's playing fine Kovacic in my opinion is a top midfielder in the prem but Kabir is the problem more on the field or off the field for Chelsea right now I mean look I think it's I think it's off the field too because even think about the beginning of the Champions League, the group stages, Chelsea was a, they were a dominant team, you know, and I, I'm just thinking that's, we're not seeing the same Chelsea that we saw in the group stages. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so I think, obviously, like, when there's pressure on the players and the atmosphere and the, the training room and, like, the dressing room is, it's kind of tense. There's not an owner. The coach gets tense and, I don't know that that's not the best atmosphere for a team to win games. I think, yeah, part of the problem is is on the on the field. Like they got unlucky with Mendy and Rudiger, but I, I agree. I don't think that's the best atmosphere in a club to win games when you're you don't have an owner. Mm-hmm. No, Chelsea's best chance to maybe have a good summer and get some high uh, transfers was winning a. Of a tournament like the Champions League and I think the best they can do right now is win the FA Cup and I don't see them doing that either um but yeah Chelsea are a mess right now uh it's hard to watch every game to be honest with you but Real Madrid win this game but Kabir last question for this game um does Chelsea come back and win this away or not no I don't think they win this game away at at the Bernabeu I mean, I just didn't see Real Madrid dominated this game. Like, um, this game they dominated, but I, I like again. Like you said, it's a, a problem off the field, and I don't think it's something that's just going to change in a week. Yeah. Like, I think I don't know. I, they're not in good form. I, I think Real Madrid will take them. I got a hot take. Chelsea's coming back and winning this game at the Bernabeu first major comeback in a knockout stage since the away goal rule went away and that's going to be the key chelsea's going to win this game 4-1 and win on aggregate 5-4 
So I got Chelsea winning against Madrid next weekend at the Bernabeu. All right, last game before we uh, make our picks for the next rounds uh, and our champions for this season in the Champions League, Bayern, Villarreal, first leg. At Villarreal, Bayern obviously a huge favorite now with PSG out. Um, Villarreal actually coming up with the win in this one. Eighth minute goal, um, putting them up 1-0. And then that's how it ends. 1-0 Villarreal, Bayern Munich have some work to do in the second leg. Kabir, does Bayern Munich get it done? I don't I don't think they get it done. I, I think Villarreal, I've liked what I've seen. I mean, look the way they took out Juventus in, in the round of 16, the way they beat Atalanta in the group stage, the way they... The way they honestly played against Bayern, I mean, they were not they were not holding, but they didn't get lucky against Bayern. I think they played as good as Bayern during that game. I think it, it was a it was a great game. It wasn't a lucky game, and I mean, Denjuma scored the goal. I, I think he's in great form. He has like six goals in the past nine games, mm-hmm. and honestly, I just like I. I I got, I got a feeling they're going to win it. I, I like what Unai Emery's done with this team. It didn't have a lot of potential, and, he, and he's making the most out of it. Okay, so that's a nice segue into the uh, the picks that we got for the next rounds. Um, but obviously these games aren't finished yet. We're going to start it off with Bayern versus Villarreal. Kabir picked Villarreal just there. I'm picking Bayern to blow their doors off in the second leg. <laughs> 4-1. 4-1 aggregate score, 4-0 in the second leg. Bayern at home at the Allianz Arena. Heated. Lewandowski will score two goals in this game. And uh, I think it'll be a cakewalk for Bayern against Villarreal in the second leg. Uh, but Kabir, you're going with Villarreal. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be, uh, you know, Villarreal's not going to go down without a fight. Um, next game, Man City Atletico, second leg. Man City up one, up one on aggregate. Kabir, who's winning this one? Man City. I mean, I, I just Man City is just a better team than Atletico, and they're up one zero. And Atletico is a defensive team. I don't know if they can like go into a game losing one zero and win that game. So, Man City, my pick. I'm going with Atletico Madrid. A little bit of a hot take, you know, being down, but they're going into a game against a team who might play two attacking, being up one zero. Um, in Man City, they're at home, only down one against a really good team. Champions League curse is always in play for Man City. Doesn't matter what round it is or who they're playing. Um, and I got Atletico going in this one, taking care of business at home against Man City. I think the biggest factor is the fact that they're at home. They're gonna play more attacking in this one. Obviously, like Kabir said uh, when we covered the first leg, uh, they're a counter-attacking team, and that's what they're gonna look to do. Um, Man City might play a little too attacking and I think they could overcommit and kind of do what they did against Chelsea in the final last year and go way too attacking and get exposed one time or two times uh, in this game and uh, lose the game maybe in extra time maybe in penalties but I got Atletico winning this game I just I trust Atletico this year they're a good team what do you think about that I, one Kabir? I, I agree I agree I, I don't I don't think Man City is going to win by that much but I, I, I believe in Man City mm. but uh, next one Man City would be playing Chelsea or Real Madrid. So I'll, I'll say my pick after. Uh, Kabir, who do you got, Real Madrid or Chelsea? Real Madrid's up 3-1 on aggregate going into a home game. So Yeah, Real Madrid. Yeah, don't have to spend. Just because of the lead, honestly. Uh, uh, yeah, and the whole situation of Chelsea in a slump. Yeah, I, I just said it. I'm picking Chelsea. Um, 
to move on. Just that's completely biased. They probably won't win. Real Madrid's too hot. Um, and then the last game is Benfica Liverpool. Uh, right now Liverpool's up three one. They're going into a home game. So I have Liverpool. Who do you have? I mean, I just don't see Benfica beating Liverpool at Anfield three zero. Like, yeah, that would be uh, that'd be a storybook Champions League game. So. Uh, that would be crazy, but yeah, I agree. Liverpool's winning. So, for Kabir, that means Villarreal would be playing Liverpool. For me, Bayern would be playing Liverpool in the semifinals. I have Liverpool going to the final, no matter who they play. So, who do you have? I agree. Yeah. Uh, me too. I mean, I, I, they're better than Bayern and Villarreal. And, I mean, yeah, just the way they've been playing in the Premier League, I, I feel like they've picked up to... Um, I, 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 I got a good feeling about Liverpool. I think they're going to win Champions League. I think the only way that uh, that stops them from winning, or at least making it to the final, is that Liverpool over the years have been a very, I don't want to say inconsistent, but they're very form dependent. And what I mean by that is if they're off form and they're playing a decent team and in this stage of the Champions League, you know, every team is good, uh, they could get exposed a little bit. But right now they're on form. They've been on form all year, and that's why a lot of people haven't going to the final and maybe winning the whole Champions League again for the second time in the past couple of years. So, but the next semifinal we would have is I'm gonna be unbiased for a couple of minutes. Uh, Real Madrid versus Man City. Uh, Kabir, who do you have going to the uh, to the uh, to the uh, final? Real Madrid, Man City. Um... I said Atletico Madrid, but we'll just assume Man City because they're winning right now. Okay, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Real Madrid mm-hmm. because I think Real Madrid can possess the ball better than City, okay. and I feel like City is a possession team where like they'll never win a game when they're low they they're losing in possession. Okay, and I think Real Madrid is can, can I think Real Madrid can outplay them in that department, and then Benzema has been so uh, on point and. He and Vinicius this whole year actually have been, I think, a bigger threat than like Raheem Sterling and Mares and stuff. Yeah, um, I said Atletico Madrid would beat Man City, but I thought this in the in the first in the, even the first leg of the PSG game when Real Madrid only held them to a one zero victory. Um, I think Madrid's going to the final. Uh, I thought that since the first round of the knockout stages. I think they're one of the best teams in the world right now. Like Liverpool, they're always a team to be reckoned with, but they're very uh, form-dominant team. So if they're on form, they can beat anyone. And if they're not, they can lose to anyone. And right now they're on form. They have some of the best players in the world right now. They have a great back line. Great goalie Courtois played outstanding against Chelsea uh, in the first leg. He Chelsea had more expected goals than that one despite losing 3-1. But I have... Uh, Real Madrid going to the final. And, uh, Kabir, you pick Real Madrid, right? Yeah, I did. So, I mean, look, they're like 10, 10 points clear of the top of La Liga. I mean, yeah. you got to at least consider them, you know? Yeah. But, so that means, so I'm happy we agree. That means Liverpool, Real Madrid in the final of the Champions League. Uh, we both have that. So, when it comes down to it, final game of the Champions League season, Liverpool, Real Madrid is who we have. Kabir, who do you have winning the whole thing? Liverpool, I think they're gonna need to get revenge for that 
that 2018 game where, I mean, you saw that game. That, yeah. was, that was a real mess. I mean, we don't even need to talk about it. Karius and just that whole, like, Mo Salah getting injured by Ramos. and I mean, I just think Liverpool wants their revenge, and I would love to see Liverpool win that game. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think we'll be able to win that game. I think they'll, they'll, they'll lose in possession, but I think they'll have some, some quick counterattacks and like out, outpace the Real Madrid defense. I think this would be a great game. I really want to see it happen. Liverpool right now going for the quadruple, um, which has never been done by a Premier League team. Uh, they won the Carabao Cup. They're still in the FA Cup. Uh, obviously, Kabir just said they're winning the Champions League, uh, which is obviously a huge possibility. And they are they have officially caught up to Man City in the Prem, and that's a 50-50 race right now. And with all that said... Real Madrid will spoil that quadruple because it will be the last trophy they'll need to win if they make it, if they win the Premier League, if they make it to the FA Cup final and win that. Um, the Champions League final will be the last game for that. And Real Madrid, as hot as they are, they'll come in and they'll they'll beat Liverpool in Champions League final. Uh, that's my take. Kabir and I both have Real Madrid versus Liverpool in this uh, in this Champions League season, but. Kabir, I really do. I really do believe Real Madrid will beat Liverpool if they play in a final. Um, that's just because they have some of the best players in the world. Uh, what do you think about that? Um. Yeah, I think. I mean, I don't know. I I, I really think Liverpool will win this game. I mean, Diaz, you know, his like involvement in the in the game. I think he added so much to this team. Yeah. Even honestly, Trent Trent Alexander Arnold um, this year has really picked it up. I mean, he's in a slump last year, and now he's back on form. Same with Robertson, and um, yeah, I think uh, I I just want Liverpool to win this game too. Okay, um, so that is our uh, final Champions League predictions for the rest of the Champions League season. Um, Kabir has Liverpool winning it all. I've got Real Madrid. Um, that's most another reason I have Real Madrid is because I've watched them a lot, uh, this season in the Champions League and in some in the La Liga. They've been so good all season. But yeah, it's gonna wrap it up for our uh, for our Champions League picks for the rest of the season and uh, our game reviews. All right, and that's gonna wrap up this podcast. Uh, thanks for for coming on the podcast this week. Hey, thanks for having me, man. It's good talking to you. Yeah, it's fun. You know, always love to talk soccer. We watch a lot of it. Yeah. Um but there's so many international breaks and breaks that we don't always have the opportunity to talk about it. Um, definitely going to be some more soccer content as we uh, wrap up the Premier League and Champions League seasons. Um, we're looking forward to having you on again for those. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, next podcast will probably be this weekend, pre-NBA playoff uh, podcast. So we'll, that, that'll be a f- another fun one. So thanks for listening, and uh, Kabir, thanks for coming on, and uh, see you next time.